Hey, this is Pat. Hey, this is Shu. This is Josh. And we are The Social Scope. Yeah, and in this month's episode, our first episode, we talk about Justice Ford Jr. The young man who was uh, murdered in front of a bodega. By eight people who've been captured. Talk about that with, uh, with our friend Zyra yeah. from the Bronx. And uh, we really get into it. This is a... Uh, this is really deep water, so everybody just dive in head first. I hope everybody enjoys this episode. Welcome to uh, Achievement and Therapy's <laughs> special edition of The Social Scoop. It's a new podcast that we're trying to start, and uh, this is where we're going to really get in-depth on some of the social cues that uh, the world is taking. Social Scoop! Right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yeah, yeah, I like it. And I like that, too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we have a <laughs> special guest here. Uh, we have Z, Z Money, from... Uh, Way she's way far. She's no low, she's yeah. nowhere around Florida. Not she's, near us. Yeah, she is in New York. Z, say your how how do you in do the this? north? Say your how well, do you wait? Do well, hello, hello everyone. Thank you for having me. Yes, and um, she is our closest source to a story that broke about a week ago about a fifteen-year-old kid. Uh, shoot, would you like to? Oh yeah, so um, we heard it, we heard the story online uh, through Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I was getting a bunch of Facebook feeds about it. Um, people sent me videos mm-hmm. of this uh, this crime. Um, basically, what I got out of it, a young man named Junior Guzman mm-hmm. or uh, Lesandro Junior Guzman. Yeah, and uh, he's of Dominican descent in the city of the the borough of the Bronx, mm-hmm. and so uh, apparently what happens, what I got from the gist of it was he had a friend who contacted him and said, "Hey, I need to borrow some money. Come meet me at this corner." Uh, I think that's the gist of it. He gets there, and then the crime ensues. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it just to background. Yeah, and um, so it was a setup, but it was for the, another, a different person. Yeah, and he got yeah. caught. He got mistaken identity, right? Mistaken identity. Well, well, that's the thing. Uh, Z, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it mistaken identity or uh, misrepresentation of identity? I, I think even. it's a false. Um, I think it's just a false identity, not a mis, not like oh, I think this is the guy, and we hurt this guy, and mm-hmm. end up being the wrong guy. I think it was. This was a setup. Let's pin it on this guy. Yeah. He's not the bad guy. We're just pinning it on this Yeah, guy. I think really? I think yeah. yeah, I think the the Well do you know the you know the whole story? Or, Can you since you know um, you're a New Yorker? Well from what I from how I learned about it was um through the um because uh, I follow Cardi B on IG. Mm-hmm. Cardi so B. she had posted about it. Cardi B <laughs> Um <laughs> Yeah, so um, I follow her on on Instagram, and um, I was Friday. I was just um, 
you know, scrolling through my feed and I come upon, um, you know, the story. So then I look into it further. I, I, I inadvertently clicked on the hashtag um, justice for junior. Yeah. yeah. And hashtag um, justice for junior. All the, yeah. Um, and everything, all the videos were there. And then, um, you know, um, it was very traumatizing. Um, I read some of the comments and that's how I was able to sort of like, because like once I, once I learned of the story, I became entranced in it. I'm like, this was such a savage attack that I wanted to understand why it happened. Yeah. You know, because I said to my, like, just looking at the kid, he's this scrawny 15 year old kid, five grown men went after him. I said to myself, even if this kid was armed, he would have not been able to defend himself against these guys. So I, I thought it was overkill. I thought it was just yeah. very, very <laughs> savage. Yeah. Um, overkill is not, it's not even the word. Yeah, it's an yeah. understatement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the story that, um, that was coming out was that supposedly there was a sex video going around of a girl and two guys. The one guy that was holding the phone looked like Junior. And it seems like that um, Junior got mixed up in this whole thing because he looked like that guy and they were after that guy, not so, Junior. So the, so the guy that they think he is, is really the, um, he's the guy holding the camera. He's basically, mm-hmm. he's like the camera operator. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah he's recording himself. He's a participant. Or, you know, it's the like, girls in the background yeah. having he's a participant? with another guy. No, uh-huh. well, he's just a cameraman. Well, that's what you think he, he was is. at the moment. What I the stories I'm hearing in social media, if you want to believe them, uh-huh. is that the guy holding the camera was the girl's boyfriend, and I I don't know. If people wait, have wait. Called if the it, guy holding the camera is her boyfriend, then who's the guy she's having sex with? Uh, his his friend someone, or somebody yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so oh, I thought the boyfriend was having sex with her. And mm-hmm. that the person that looks like Junior is just the cameraman. So the boyfriend is the cameraman. I yeah. mean, I'm that like I said, is... that's just yeah, story. But this is all, yeah, this is all a story. So as far as we yeah, know, we, this we can, won't really know until yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what a lifestyle. So, so um, <laughs> the girl's brother, but like it's crazy because I was looking at stuff today too. I was reading articles, and supposedly that video was taken last summer. Oh wow! So, so this attack took months to 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 that's occur. Crazy. Yeah, oh, um, that, that's some conspiracy. You know, yeah. yeah. If we're if we are to believe that this is the reason why, it kind of mm. sounds odd, right? Yeah. So um, that it would take so long, um, but anyway, um, uh, dude, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, no problem. No problem. I mean, this is a this um, is basically a tough issue, so. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So the girl's brother, I guess in revenge for the video going out, um, and supposedly the girl's underage. So that's like technically child porn pornography, right? Like going out. Right. Her boyfriend's older than her. He's, he's older than 18 or 19. That's what they say. Yeah. So, um, so the brother, I guess in retaliation for that, wanted to get, get revenge Mm -hmm. and they sought out who they thought it was, which they thought it was Junior, 
I've also heard conflicting stories that supposedly the girl herself said that it was Junior. Um, I'm not sure about that, though. I know. That's what I heard, too. She, when the brother confronted her, said, hey, everybody is talking about this video that you're in with two guys. And every, you know, who's, who are these two guys? And then she names Junior as one of the guys. Because she just didn't want to say who really The real dude? Yeah. So that's, that's where the mistaken identity or the misrepresentation of identity comes from. Sounds like some deep yeah. shit is going yeah. down in so, the fucking Bronx. Here's the thing, like. though. Like, so the brother, like, okay, he's upset. He, I mean, if you were a man, you'd be like, hey, I'm going to find this dude. I'm going to hurt him. Yeah. Instead, he goes to, what, a, a gang? He's like, hey, yeah, he's knocking he's on the a, door. He's a member hey, of I the I need gang. you guys. I'm going to hire you like the A-team. Well, what, that's what he did. He hired someone? No. I don't, no, hold on. Oh, because I, I thought he was part of the gang, and then he just well, got his. that's the thing. The story doesn't say if he's in the gang. It's just the other friends are. So I'm not sure if he just us friends with them and they're in the gang and he uses them because, you know, they're down, they're ride or die. Uh-huh. But he, I don't know if he's actually in the gang with them. Fair enough. I mean, fair assessment. I understand that. But, um, damn. So he, he went to go get the gang and then they found Junior by the bodega. And the way, let's say, what is it, like eight people involved? So the brothers won. Yeah. And... There's six other guys That's seven The eighth guy mm-hmm. Is one guy Like Is a friend Who's not in the gang From what I read he, he, Cause they, they showed The testimony that, You know the, They yeah. were in court mm-hmm. today or, or is it yesterday mm-hmm. So they, one of the characters yeah. One of the young men He actually didn't know What was gonna go down They picked him up They were like Hey we're going to a party The worst Get in the ride Yeah So he gets in the car Yeah No idea what's going on and he's the one they say get out the car. Mm. See that that dude right there that's mm. in front of the store. Yeah, go bring him to us. Like grab him, like muscle him. Yeah, you know, bring him over to us. Mm-hmm. He's he, not he aware the, why. He, he's just doing it. Yeah, he was the guy that dragged Junior out of the. He was the guy wearing the black baseball cap and the white t-shirt. He's the one yeah. who dragged him out of the store. When he drags him out of the store, the other guys pull out the knives and start attacking him mm. um, knives and machetes. at that yeah. point at that point he backs up the right. guy with the white t-shirt he backs up and he after that you don't see him again in the video yeah i think which, he runs away which he, for he didn't me, know what was gonna happen it kind of lends truth to the story because when i was reading that article i thought okay maybe your lawyer just told you to say that you don't know these people really that you just started hanging out with them that you're not part of the gang and all this stuff but it actually um, he's the one person that I probably sympathize with out of all the attackers is because um, through his testimony, he's showing remorse. Um, he he stated that um, prior to this, he had just gotten a job, passed an interview for a job in construction, and he was looking yeah, forward that to morning. that. Really? He, has a, morning. he has a three-year-old son, and he said, after this, he's like, he doesn't know if he's going to be able to have a future, you know. Um, yeah, even and, if, he, uh, if he doesn't, like, do time, yeah, he's got this, uh, he, he's convicted of, of something, yeah. like participation. He's, yeah, I think so he's he a... Has a record. Yeah, so he's like a, a will man. Like he's if cons- somebody uh, wants to rob a he's, bank. He's yeah, not, anytime they type his name into Google, yeah. uh, the, all of the stuff pulls conviction, up. Conviction, right. Yeah. It won't say, like, it's not conspiracy because he had no knowledge of the plan. But he's, he's uh, I think he's, he's charged with manslaughter. He's charged yeah. with manslaughter yeah. and with gang assault. 
Yeah, uh, manslaughter just means you assisted. You know what I mean? Like that's not how the manslaughter is also manslaughter is is different than murder because manslaughter means the person died as a result of what you did. Like let's say you meant to beat up somebody, Uh and you're like, oh, he'll be fine. He'll walk away. But if he dies, then it's manslaughter. But if you tended to kill him, then it's murder. So yeah, he gets manslaughter for this. I don't know. And he also claimed that that he didn't know that they were gonna do that to him. He thought they were just gonna fight. Uh, this to me is believable because is it? yeah, because yo, machete, you situations. can't hide a machete, bro. There's oh, no hiding okay. a machete. <laughs> okay, though. that part's true. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> There's no hiding a machete. Yeah. Like if not, not, yeah. not if it's not if you're one of the Dominicans that always has a machete in the car. I, I know that. I know. I know those Dominicans. I know people who have machetes in cars. Maybe it was the two cats in the car. I was gonna bat. say. Yeah. I was gonna say because they say like the stuff that I've read on this gang is supposedly they they're known to carry machetes, but uh, but me being a Dominican and, and knowing how the Dominicans dress in the city, you know, with the metrosexual and the tight pants, I don't know how you could fit yeah. a machete down those them jeans. Yeah, so <laughs> wear like, like a ninja. They have it down the back part of their back, <laughs> on their back, and they pull it out. out you know? Yeah. Like, oh, the thing is, like, yeah, he knew that they were in a gang, uh-huh. but since he's not in the gang, he just thinks right. okay, they have machetes because this is what they do when they're not with me. I don't think he was conflicted because he was just like, we're still going to a party, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Here's why I could, I, I, uh, I relate to this is because, well, I don't know. I don't relate to this in the sense that this is 2018 uh-huh. and I'm not in New York currently, so I don't know what the attitude is right now, but I'm... I'm gonna tell you the attitude of the 1990s, though, mm. when the Wu Tang era, when people <laughs> walked around 12 deep <laughs> and wore Timberland boots. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, you talking about that? Uh, they because because of that era. Yes. You know, I wasn't in New York, but I was in Miami because of that that era, that Wu Tang era. That shit trickled yeah. down here, man. Yeah, it trickled down here, and they had, New York they had kids law, come down like, here sometimes. They had that gang thing, like uh, <laughs> if you're if you're two if you're three or more people outside hanging out. I thought they, it was six. If you're six, if a group of six walking down the street, yeah, yeah, the police consider, can come over and start harassing you. They can yeah, yeah, harass yeah, you. Yeah. Hey, what they, the fuck you guys doing walking down the street? Yeah, because they consider you as a six, as a gang yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Well, in New York, they don't. I mean, they didn't necessarily think you're. In, well, people didn't do it to be in a gang. Uh-huh. You did it, and you called yourself a crew. Because it just means means that if you were to get jumped, somebody else is going to be right. You have the backup. Right, that's all it was about. It, it wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. an, an attack. It was more of a defense kind of thing. But you had to go like deep. You know what I mean? And the other thing too is every. I mean, everybody who, especially if you wore baggy pants, which mm-hmm. that was that was what you wore. Yeah. You had either a box cutter, or box cutter and. A switchblade, or you know, uh, what do you call these uh, Swiss armies? Oh, I thought you were gonna yeah. say like brass knuckles or fucking b- well, no, brass knuckles is eighties. <laughs> but nineteen, I'm sorry, man. I was wearing, I was having carrying around brass knuckles. Well, the in other, high well, school. here's the thing: in the nineties, people were getting uh, guys were getting um, like gold rings. Like mm-hmm. you had the gold chain, but you were getting a gold ring, and you get a two finger one. So technically, if you punch a person, you had like a metal piece across two. That could definitely put a print on someone's forehead. You know what I mean? But no, what you uh, what were you carrying in uh <laughs> in New York? Mm-hmm. What were you carrying? Yeah, what's your weapon of choice? <laughs> nothing. You You're talking gonna... to me? You asking me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was I carrying? I was carrying nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 
clean. That sounds like no, somebody that's carrying something. Wait, you had nothing in your book bag? If you walked in the no, streets um, of Brooklyn when you were I, a kid, you had nothing in your book bag? No, I was a good kid. Um, uh, I was not I even wasn't skeptical really allowed. Not even a flat that? knife from the kitchen? No, no, no. Okay. Not, not a even. butter knife? Um, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll get into that story a little bit. Um, okay. I moved <laughs> up. I live like 45 minutes away from the city right now. So, oh. like, I live in the suburbs. Um, but I, I moved up here when I was about 12. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and um, the whole reason why I moved was because I was being bullied. I was being bullied by by a group of um, three girls. They just decided to pick on me. And um, fuck him, Z. And, yeah. And that was my mom. What was that? He said, "Fuck him." Like fuck those girls. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I got into a fight too, and everything. And um, and uh, my mother's solution to the whole thing was just to move out of the city, rather than like for me, like in hindsight, when I look back at it, I'm like, Daniel, I wish she would have put me in karate cat. Because yeah. I wish I would have, like, just like you know, that's the solution to bullies is is not to run away but to like face them. Yeah, you know. Yep. But um, so yeah, so I was a good kid. Um, I never carried anything. I didn't start fights. You know, I was that person. All right. Okay. Well, well, these guys they weren't anything like you. Let me tell you. No, I didn't start any fights. No. I never started fights. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I finished you guys those are shits. Talking about, I finished you guys those shits. Talking shits about though. razor blades and. <laughs> well, I never carried nothing. No, like I never that, carried no, brass knuckles because no. we could buy them at the flea oh, market. Okay. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could buy the like brass shop. knuckles at the flea market. Butterfly knives at the flea butterfly market. Butterfly knives, yeah. but you just had to sharpen them because they gave it to you dull, dull as fuck. So yeah, yeah, they gave it to you dull, so you had to buy them. But the, yo, there was people Chinese who were just stars. Like, there were people who were at the bus stops who were just like flipping fucking mm-hmm. butterfly <laughs> the knives. Stop. Yeah, they would just For flip real, butterfly knives like it was just a like practice. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about just dudes. I'm talking about like chicks. Everybody. Who were like, yeah. It was like a well, it was girls, like a cool shit to do. Filipinos, you know. Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a girls cool shit. Girls can be do. vicious too. Oh yeah, girls they, can be real vicious. Girls had there was a. Uh, I'm not trying to <laughs> yeah the razor like, blades. go off or anything, but. There was a girl in middle school, like, uh, she had a razor blade in her mouth. Tucked in her cheek, And right? I remember when we were on the bus, <laughs> she had a fight with a, a girl on the bus. And, mm. yo, she pulled out the razor blade, but nobody saw when she did it, right? But all we saw yeah. was, like, after the fight, the fight was over. There was, like, blood all over the place. I'm talking about, like, people who were breaking up yeah, the yeah. fight, they had blood on themselves. And we're like, what uh. the fuck happened? <laughs> Cops came on the bus. And uh, they were looking for the blade or whatever. And, you know, I'm over here, like, I was just chilling in the back of the bus. I'm like, I'm just trying to go home, whatever. Wow. Cop was looking mm-hmm. around. He didn't he didn't see the blade, but they had to get this girl to the hospital because, yo, I mean, it was to the, like, the white meat, yo. Oh. You saw, like, the white wow. meat. Wow. Like, you mean the bone? Her. You mean the bone? Well, no, yeah, no. they call it the no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> no, the white meat is, like, right before the bone. Yeah. It's like, it was pretty bad, man. Like You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Ola and uh, they, they, the girl who was cutting her up, she ended up going to like juvie or whatever. It's, it's, I was a psychiatric ward. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was fucking Fuck, crazy. Man. Yeah, she, no, she was crazy. <laughs> she was crazy. And wow. uh, the other girl who, who got like sliced up, um, I saw her back on the bus like, I think it was like two weeks later. Oh. And she had like, uh, you know, stitches. All over her fucking hand. Thank God, like the girl, the the girl didn't touch her face, but it was like her arms were like fucking fucked wow. up, man. And I realized that it's crazy out here. <laughs> when, because yeah. even the bus driver who was riding the who was driving the bus, 
Yeah, he like, fuck it, I'm out. Cause we yeah. we rode in like one of those oh, private God. buses. Cause it was a private bus. Yeah. But he could have he could have he could have probably stopped that. No, a he lot did. Longer. He he did. He tried to stop it like while it was happening. Like he broke people apart, kind of shit, right? But he like he quit. Kids he quit are so bus. vicious, and man. It was like um he was not our uh, continuous bus driver. It was like uh the bus driver who was in training. Yeah. So it was like. That was like his third day oh. on the job. You know what I mean? Fuck that, man. He was probably like, this is part of the job? No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, he just fucking quit. Yeah, he yeah. just... But y'all won't let out. me carry a fucking taser, huh? Yeah. You won't let me carry a fucking taser, but you want me to watch all these kids. Yo, <laughs> I didn't know that it was ride. that crazy. Because, you know, we paid like our... Uh, I think it was like $10 a week just mm-hmm. for the bus ride. We thinking like, oh, we're away from the from the fucking hooligans. <laughs> we're paying oh, $10 on a private bus. We're on the private bus. And next to you know the fucking hooligans are on our fucking bus. It turns out ten dollars ain't that much. <laughs> ten dollars wasn't much, man. Because yeah. it, it got it got real on that fucking bus, and uh, ever since that day, everybody was like, it was like sketchy, like yeah, <laughs> like nobody wanted to fight nobody because you don't know because motherfuckers have blades in their fucking mouths, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that That's was the a thing. thing. Like, see, so yeah, I think like you can, you, you know, if people are gonna fight, I mean, I'm mostly a pacifist but if mm-hmm. you're gonna fight like i let, like let it be fair you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know everybody got like some type of fucking like trump card and shit that people are like oh either, yeah it's either someone has a hidden weapon <laughs> or if you got beef with, with one person like the whole crew gotta come it's yeah. like no fight, yeah, fight that cool. person one-on-one well you know? here's the thing i suspected that like i that's what how i'm saying i'm relating to this is Yes, that happened to me in the 90s. I was aware that was the style of the era. But we're in 2018. Mm-hmm. Why are we still dealing with this? Have what do you mean? It doesn't go away, man. It from, hasn't gone anywhere. We I haven't progressed. Weaponized though. violence? Weaponized mm-hmm. beef? Yeah. What we you, still at that level? What you were going to say, Z? I think, I, I mean, from what I've read, this, this gang sounds like it's very violent. Um, yeah, I mean, the they were called the Triniadatis. That's the name of the gang, Trinidadis. Trinitarios. Trinitarios. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they carry machetes in there. What does that translate into? What does that translate to? Like, what I found real crazy was like one of the guys that was caught. Um, I don't, I don't care to know his real name. I'll just name him Crooked Teeth because every time. Oh yeah, his teeth were messed. They were fucked up. Graveyard teeth. So, (laughs) um, so that guy, he, there was a video of him, like supposedly <laughs> after the attack, was talking about, oh, this one might have been a mistake, but the next one won't be. And my thoughts were like, oh. damn, yo, you still, you're still riding hard, like, like you know, I, yeah. I my thoughts are this, like, Wait. even if it, even if they had caught the actual guy in the video, I yeah. don't think that he would have deserved this kind of attack either mm, yeah. um i don't think anybody deserves that kind of an attack you know so i just think it's, it's crazy but then the same guy the guy that made that statement was in court uh talking about how he was the cameras were making him nervous and um and then had the nerve to be crying while the judge is reading <laughs> what they're accused mm. of i'm like all right he's not crying for the for what he did he's crying for the fact that he got caught and yeah. that he's He's probably gonna be uh, put away for a long time, you know. Yeah. What's sad is that to me, all these guys just to me appear like men that didn't have fathers in their life. Yeah. So what do they find? They find they find the streets. The yeah. streets raise them, they, and they, they end up um, being these thugs that don't care about anybody. Um, 
they found these guys like they were scattered. Like uh, some of them went to New Jersey and stuff. Yeah. Uh, all of them are they went to jail with no bail, which is understandable because they all tried to run. Yeah, they yeah. all tried to run, so they're not going to get any yeah. bail since uh, they all try to run. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. One of them was like one of them even caught a flight to DR, and I think they're like in the process of bringing him back, Extradited. or is he not back yet? Extradition, yeah. extradition. Yeah, because DR mm-hmm. has a relationship with the U.S. So, yeah, so it was yeah. like, yeah. yeah well, how did you fuck. go there? No, because it's yeah. like, why would you fucking go there? I would go to Sweden, dude. He doesn't know he, nobody in Sweden. He was probably then Dominican I'd figure it out, like, man. Over there. Yeah, because he could just go. <laughs> he I understand why he's he like, went. I'm going to grandma's house. Yeah, I can understand why he went. Abuela, like, yo, at least Abuela. they're not going to disappear to a tiny island. They're not going to catch <laughs> me in my own fuck, backyard. Man? It's an island. Like they're going to find you. Yeah, they're going to definitely get him. I mean, Cuba. You can't go to Switzerland because even if you go to Switzerland. Who the fuck do you know? Sweden, that? Sweden, whatever. Sweden. One of those, one of those white places, man. If you go, over there, <laughs> what, do you, what do you know over there? Where are you gonna work? True. Where are you gonna work? Very true. Yeah. You're not gonna I have think that kind that, of that that in this case, like Pop social media played a huge role in them being caught. You mm. know, and and in such is such a quick amount of time too, because I yeah. think you know the crime happened on Wednesday. By the weekend, like most of the guys were caught. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so, the, the video. So the police are actually hooded. doing their job. Is that what you're saying? Yes, they did some. Yeah. The police did their job. They did their job. Police but did their job. You yeah. can also like you can give a, you could commend like the people for this. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood, because, right? Yeah. Like, because the, uh, the reason why I they found out up. about it, it's because of social media. Because uh, there was a yeah. dude who I went to college with, and he was posting that on Instagram. I follow him on uh, Twitter. I follow him on Facebook. And he was posting that shit mm-hmm. up all like live with a paragraph before the actual video. <laughs> and I was like, damn. And to me, it felt like I thought that was his family member, you know? Right. Yep. And then uh, yeah. when I read the comment, uh, somebody was, you know, share my same uh, thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he said, nah, man, it just happened because, uh, you know, he grew up in the Bronx. And he was like, yeah, nah, it just happened in my hometown. And uh, I can't I can't let this shit fly. Kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. damn. I'm like, and he had like uh, 20 fucking shares because people want to get yeah. get these motherfuckers off the goddamn street, and it worked. Yeah, it definitely worked. Yeah. So like, can we all agree that this kind of kind of shit has been happening, For but years. this is like the first time it's actually been caught on video, and that's why everything's kind of changing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there yes. was a camera the above. There mm-hmm. was cameras above the the shop. Yeah. The bodega, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's cameras mm-hmm. across the street. Uh, there's there's somebody who's re- actually recording. There was like, people oh, recording people outside recording. of their, like, oh, you shit, know, look from what's their window right in front of me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think people yeah. have that 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 um, that's the first thing people go to is like, oh, something's going down. Let me whip out my phone. You know. Yeah, um, I, it's kind of bad that that's the first thing because usually, yeah, like, my first thought is to like. Like if something happening, get in there and fuck shit up. No, I'm not gonna fuck shit up. Especially <laughs> in this type of situation, well, even if we, there's nothing I can really do. Like, true. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a badass. I'm not gonna, I'm not no Jean Claude Van Damme. I can't kick five mother, you could. eight motherfuckers. You could, if you wanted to, you could. Oh, not no, <laughs> dude. I know myself. I'm, I'm not against gonna machetes. jump in there. I'm not gonna jump in. Pocket there. knife, yes. Machete, no. Yeah, and I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a gun or anything. There's nothing I can really do, kind of shit. But, I mean, I think it's. I think if you if you're witnessing a crime, like you should be calling. But I also understand why you would whip out your phone. That 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 information could be helpful. Yeah, to that that information could yeah. definitely be helpful. I wouldn't tell the news like who I am, but you know, yeah. anonymous tip gave us this video. 
and yeah. my job is done. I can go to sleep. <laughs> I can I can sleep soundly. When I was younger, um, I used to live in Brooklyn, and uh, we used to get robbed a lot. And uh, there was one time we got robbed by the same guy. My my house was robbed three times by the same guy. Mm-hmm. And the third time, mm-hmm. it was my neighbors that that saw him coming out. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Wait a second, he's definitely not like a." The landlord, the super, he, he's not no kind of repairman. Yeah, like he and he's leaving with there. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the neighbors tackled him. You know, first they said, what are you doing? They, they spoke to him. Mm. And, and I'm talking, my neighbors were 15, 16 year old boys. You know, they're mm. like, you're coming from, you know, shoes crib. What, who, who are you? What are you doing? I could, you know, they know the stuff. They've been in my house. Yeah. And the guy's like, mind your business, kids. He's like some 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? And it was like three kids. You know, we, <laughs> this is the neighborhood where everybody's outside all day long. This yeah. is before Atari, yeah. before Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So all we did was hang out outside. <laughs> yeah. Me and my brothers and sisters, we happen to be at the grocery store with my mom. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we see them with this kid on the, well, the 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. He had a beard. So at the time, 25 to me seemed like a man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we call the cops. And it put, okay, not just that, but there's been other times where there were street fights, like, like you know, 25-year-old versus 30-year-old men on my street. Mm-hmm. And I remember I have two uncles. One's like, you know, I come from a Haitian family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have one uncle who's like uh, half Dominican and half Haitian. Mm-hmm. And so he just looks Spanish, but he's like a thick guy, like big Popeye forearms. And then my other mm-hmm. uncle was just like, you know, the woman womanizer and you know <laughs> the, I, what up uncle womanizer you know, that's a whole different podcast he, he's bro. got the he's got the slick pants the nice uh we, like we call them like church pants mm-hmm. and the church shoes yeah even on a monday and he mm-hmm. doesn't wear no drawers right he's always like i don't know i no don't know socks. about that part <laughs> you know you know socks but he wears no, no, socks. no drawers man oh, what he said he said like you want to be oh. like king shit you wear dress pants, no drawers. No that's drawers. The, What's that's that right from? Here. No, apparently, that's a power that's what move. I heard. That's, that's a, a power, power move. move. Yeah. I don't know about the drawers. I just knew he had no socks. So anyway, <laughs> the two of them went out and stopped these kids from fighting. And um, the reason was we knew one of the kids. He was from our neighborhood. Another yeah. guy. Yo, the thing is, when I grew up in Brooklyn, <clears throat> you could have an argument with someone from another block. Mm-hmm. And it was block versus block. It, like Just one person meant like 10 people from the other block were going to come over. So my uncles Jesus. just stopped. They were like, this isn't happening on Fucking our block. Gangs thought, in New York. Yeah, I real, thought those yeah. were just the like, movies, God bro. Well, Goddamn. No, this, this was, for me, this was the 80s, right? And like uh-huh. early 90s. So this is how it was. Like, you know, if another block had beef with you, you couldn't walk through. Even if you were just a, like a oh, five-year-old yeah, boy, yeah. you don't, really? you, you got to get to the corner store. You, you got to go to another block and walk around. Z, like, is this mm-hmm. true right now? Oh, I don't know about right now. Or back when you were there, Z? Um, there were certain areas you didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure that's still the case in some areas. Like you know, you you run into the wrong neighborhood. Do, like, are you are you sure? I don't think it's it's like that nowadays. Because have you thought? Have you equated gentrification? Oh, <laughs> have you equated? Oh that? yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, um, you gotta. Put I, that I, into think it's, I think I think. I think that still exists in some neighborhoods. Yeah, I think there's still some areas where white people won't venture. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I know. I know Harlem has been gentrified a lot, a whole lot. But um, 
I think that there's still areas where certain people See, wouldn't all, go. I think all for all that to where stop, I, where I wouldn't even go. <laughs> oh, I think for all that to stop, what what needs to happen in the uh, in the Bronx is if like. Hey, I'm not trying to wish this upon anybody, but if one <laughs> if one white woman die while she's running, that shit would be locked down, dude. Like, It'll be a, like a Sunday a, morning jog. Yo, if she was to if she was to die by murder, boom, why, everything why, would why be. Why are you even speaking this? Everything would be. <laughs> I'm putting, telling you, you're, you're putting this shit I'm out. Just you're you, putting this shit out in the fucking universe. They would. They, <laughs> and yo, this I'm shit's gonna you, manifest. I'm yo. telling you, there'll be there'll be a cop on every fucking corner. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't they have like? Is wasn't the summer of Sam like that? Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. in California though. I thought that was in New York, man. We no, we had Ted Bundy. Zodiac was in California. Oh, okay. no, I think, yeah. I Ted think, Bundy was on the East Coast. I think you're right. I think Son of Sam was New York City. It was in New York. Right? Oh, okay. And I think that during yeah. the summer of Sam, that the cops shit was actually like that, man. Like yeah. cops were actually fucking on patrol. Yeah, on patrol. They're like, on the block, yeah, like yeah. walking around yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just but saying. yo, fuck that! I don't need cops walking around my neighborhood. Yeah. Dude. That's uncomfortable. That's fuck uncomfortable. that! Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, how's your life going? I, I don't know your fucking business, sir. Yeah. But <laughs> mind your business, motherfucker. Can you help me take this garbage out to the oh, corner? Wow, <laughs> those those dudes get real smart with you real quick. Fuck, fuck you yeah, think really? I am? No, but what I was saying, like, on my neighborhood, you know, people did street. Um, Street policing. We police each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you saw a fight break, break out, you'd run out and stop it because you know it could lead to, like, oh, this is war. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just stop the fight. Mm-hmm. So, like, how these people saw, you know, this one child being taken out by, like, seven guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anybody would stop it, but you run and you yell, hey, stop! And... It, like it get shows, the fuck out of here! It scares them. I mean, like a bunch of rabbits. Now dogs, they're like, "Oh, man. I might get caught." Like, you know what I mean? The whole thing about committing a crime is you don't want to get caught. Uh-huh. Yes, they have, they they're they had this role. They they probably planned it out. We're gonna each get a stab in, but if someone comes, we have to run, get into the car, and go. Uh-huh. My belief is no one did that. No one ran forward. I'm not saying you gotta come close enough to touch anybody. You don't need to be arm's length, but you need to uh-huh. run and start yelling. It's a tactic. You know, you scream, ah, you say, hey, what the hell are you doing? People startle and, oh, shit, the plan's not working. Get in the car. Like, you affect that fucking reality they're in. Because, like, when you're doing something horrific, you know, a part of you, it's like, it's animalistic. You know, like, you're not, you're you're present, but you're not. Especially when it's something that's going against, like, basic human shit. Like, stabbing another person, actually penetrating their... That that's fucking. It, you have to break down other levels of like your mentality in order to get to the level of like, you yeah, I'm disassociate. Yeah, and when you're not, when yeah, you definitely. haven't done that, when you're just in it, mm-hmm. you're just fucking doing it. it your your brain, there's a switch. It switches. It turns off. The switch that yeah. switches. A toggle that the switches. The guy, the guy who um, the guy who dragged the kid out, who actually didn't stab him, um, Kevin Alvarez, um, he. He said um, he 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 was traumatized by the by the thing. He hasn't been able him. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, hey, I was traumatized myself. Like, I couldn't sleep right yeah, the next just couple nights those just fucking, thinking about that. Yeah, and yeah. That was on. So the, I mean, imagine just being uh, just imagine being like right there. Yeah. While it's happening. Because that was on the. And, that and was on the he had no clue of, uh, this was gonna what's happen. What's that dude name? Ex- extension. X extension. Ex- ex- yeah, Since that triple know, extension. Yeah. yeah, that dude. Like, I saw the video. <laughs> you, I mean, I saw yeah, the video of him a, getting killed, and 
No, you didn't see him getting killed. You saw I saw him, him after, dying. Yeah, after, after, that, after the fact. in the car, oh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. That's some Yeah, that was shit. crazy. And then that this, was real crazy. Yeah, and then this shit took place. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Well, that whole week, there was, like, a lot of stuff happening. So, yeah. like, there was XX Sensation. That was Monday, um, mm-hmm. June 18th. Yeah. Then also that same day, um, some yeah. other rapper named um, yeah. Jimmy Wopo yeah. oh. um, was shot in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, there was just, and then, like, uh, that, there was that shooting, that cop, that rookie cop that shot that kid in the back yeah, or whatever. Yeah, shot the kid in the back. But it, that kid, that, like, that rookie cop is actually getting charged for homicide. Not sure how far he's going to go, but I just found that out today that he's oh. going to get charged with homicide. He will. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, wait, wait, the rookie. Like, no, he's getting charged. Yeah, he's getting charged. I thought he got away with it. No, no, he didn't get away with it. They actually they're charging well, him I didn't, since yesterday. He said it was his first week, right? This is his first week on the job. <laughs> no, he's like guy three he days. He's been on work for three days. Yeah, the guy that he, the, yeah, the kid that he shot, uh, he died. Oh, yeah, he died. I read an art. I read an article that it, it didn't say that the that the guy died, but that he just shot him in the back and that. He was a, he was he was being detained for because uh, I think the reason why he was being chased in the first place was because of um, he was attempting to rob a house and he was caught by police and then and he ran the cop shot him he claimed that the the kid had a gun but um, uh, no one saw a gun they didn't find a gun on him um, so yeah it's a, it, this this summer is is a hot one right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I always believe. Yeah, I always believe that like violence and and just the heat index are like go hand in fucking hand because it seems like people. Yeah, because it seems like the colder it is, like wintertime, people are like more chill. But when it's hot outside, people are just like easy to. It's sort of like this feverish uh, pitch that we're hitting right now. Yeah. Where's the Source Awards when you need them? Wow, oh my God! Right? Yo, you want the Source? That's violence too, man. They throw chairs over there, dude. Bro. I love that shit, man. Like, let's let's stop having all so much violence in the actual real World. neighborhood and start having fucking violence in make believe yeah. artist land. Like, goddamn, man, why the fuck is all this shit becoming like? People are believing the hype. Like, that's what it is, man. Because I remember back in the nineties. People were believing the fucking hype of shit. They did back then, yeah, and yeah. it's like everybody's believing the fucking hype. It's like, goddamn, this shit doesn't have to get to this well, point. Well, here's the thing, like she. But was even saying, though this is this is a gang, this ain't a it's fucking. A, yeah, exactly. This has nothing point. to do with artists. Yeah, they're in a yeah. gang, and like like. She That's was crazy saying, though, man. But they, they're mm. being influenced by shit though. You know, like all that well, shit's influenced, man. Yeah, like, yeah. The music obviously influenced. But here's that, the thing, man. like um, these these people are from, not from a good neighborhood. You know. They, the yeah. Bronx is divided mm-hmm. into two parts. There is a white part of the Bronx, which is uh, heavily Italian and Jewish. Okay. And, you know, they have good jobs in Manhattan. Wait, we're saying Italian and Jews are white people? Um, if in New York, <laughs> well, okay, that was crazy. <laughs> I don't know, guys. They've, they've been, ex- they've know. been like, uh, you know, the white accepted into the fold. is fucking huge. You know? they've, they've, been they've been accepted into huge. the fold ever since, like, well, let's say... <laughs> 1950 uh, no. 1950 something They've been accepted Into the fold Oh yeah. since the fucking Bullshit bag thing you were telling me about what? man oh the paper bag yeah. test. oh the brown paper bag test yeah that's been around for a long time bro Z, do you know about the paper bag test 
Is that yeah. you asking it, me? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. About it? Okay. yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they do that. I don't know if they do that with Italians. I don't know, but they're pretty dark. Um, no, they, the yeah, they and it was a joke, dark. everybody. I don't actually. Okay. I, I, yeah. they, let's 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 steer away from the, uh, the <laughs> okay. Whole yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. My point was. I don't that, know how you guys usually do, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I was I'm just, new here. It, yeah. This is my first time. I don't want people. <laughs> no, 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 no. My whole point was the other half of the Bronx is, uh, you know, black and Latino, and it, yeah, there's, you know, there's people there's with no money, different no communities jobs. in in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. So they totally understandable. Same like down here. Yeah. There's different communities mm-hmm. all over the place down here. Like, exactly. But you know, over. when you when you don't have uh, opportunities for work. And you don't have opportunities for, for some sort of growth. And, and maybe maybe the unemployment line, uh, that office, all they're offering you is like a $200 food stamp card. Um, and you're like, wait, yeah. but okay, that buys me basic food. But what about toothpaste, uh, underwear, and a razor blade so I can go <laughs> to my interview? That doesn't come on the card. I can't pay for that. Yeah. So I still don't have basic needs are not being met. I think... Mm. And that's think, if you're male. If you're female, you get those things. If you're male, yeah. you don't receive those kind of uh, funds from from. I think it's a few things. Um, um, poverty does play a part in it, but like I had mentioned before, um, I think that what causes people to do this kind of stuff is a yeah, lack you, of fathers, a lack of yeah. men. I don't know. I, I, I'll I'll ask you guys. Did were you guys um, raised with a father in your life? Or? Actually, yeah. I think oh. all three of us were raised with uh, a father. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were all raised with a father in our lives. Wow. Right, and I think that also um, with these people. I mean, that? I'm no psychologist, but this is just me. And well, let's you talk know, about it. Um, no. Trying to to <laughs> figure it out and put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, that probably played that these guys probably didn't have a positive role, uh, male role model in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that also the, 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 um, machismo played a role in this, you know, um, in that, in Hispanic culture, it's very like, you have to prove that you're a man, you know what I mean? So like, um, they probably look up to guys like that, like lo, how you hear in the videos, you have to be, a quote unquote tiger you have to be a badass yeah. you have to be this guy <laughs> that doesn't back down That's and funny. um so i think that probably um because something that affects people in groups is also like what the group is doing so like say um you know it's funny because because when i watch the video and i don't mean like funny haha but like it's odd that when i watched the video i saw one of the guys that had the machete he looked like he was um he was like sort of hacking but not really it looked like he was throwing the machete kind of sideways to me it looked like he didn't really want to hurt the kid but he was in the action of of like doing it or showing like he was actually doing it mm-hmm. and um there's a thing that affects people when you're in a group um i think it's called groupthink i'm not sure but it's like if everyone else is doing something you're more likely to go along with what the group is doing because Peer you pressure. don't want to be that. I think it's called like you don't mob, mentality. mob mentality. Yeah, mob mentality. You don't want to be the odd yeah, exactly. You don't want to be the odd man out. So or, or you like go Pat, along uh, with it. P P says uh um you don't want to be Captain Savaho. 
I, yeah, <laughs> but nah, man. But you just you just don't want to be the outlier in your group. I've right. never said whatever she was talking about. I've never said any of that stuff. But no, you actually, don't want to. I do think I've heard you say. Yeah, that exactly. I've heard you say it. But you never like, want to. Yeah, I understand you 100 percent with that because uh, it's that it's that that's the that's the whole like the mom mentality because you don't want to be yeah. the 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 odd man out because well it's, it, it goes back to uh, I mean if people believe in evolution it, it goes back to the whole thing about like tribal thing because uh, mm-hmm. you when you're in a tribe I mean you're all together and yeah. the whole tribal thing is like you don't want to be the guy who's on the outskirts because you have a better chance of being eaten by a wolf if you're on the outskirts mm-hmm. so you want to be in the pack so if something does happen you have uh, you have a better chance of staying alive kind of thing so yeah yeah that's the whole thing like uh if you're in the pack you're in the cool group kind of thing so people are you're willing to do whatever it takes in I'm order to live. stay yeah you gotta fit in and also i think people deep down inside you you want to belong yeah you want to belong, belong to something yeah. you know mm-hmm. so um so that's another reason why they all those guys might have gone along. And I it, definitely, you know? I, like my part, I'm going to stick to it. I definitely think economics plays a part in this. I mean, like you said, you know, when people don't have fathers, they don't have a, the right exam, and they don't have discipline. They don't have someone to scare them and be like, uh, you know, I'm going to kick you out the house, you know? But, yeah. so if you don't have a father, yeah, you don't have that, that structure, but then also you're like, I, I've also noticed, uh, I, I did, I did uh, have a friend who was from, uh, of Mexican descent from California and he was telling me because there's a lot of gangs in California he told me that people that did have fathers were still joining gangs because their fathers um, would either have to like travel a lot for work so the father mm-hmm. just wasn't home it's just not they didn't have well, fathers, yeah. or the yeah. fact that some fathers didn't have jobs so their father just stayed home yeah. and they worked well, they started working at 15 and since they were the breadwinner their father didn't say anything to him like, oh, well, he makes more money yeah. than me. I'm just going to shut up. That's something I know. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's wow. just the factor of having a father present That's in the home. Bananas. I think yeah. it I think it has to do with like what kind of a father do you have? Yeah. Does your father get involved in your life and, tell, and try to tell you like, yo, don't do this or like you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, not even a father. It, it, I mean, it could be like an uncle, too, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. Just a, a positive uh, male role model, like yeah. I Because you just need like, because uh, you know it's, it's like the whole thing about like you need a pillar, and the yeah. father is a, a pillar, the mom is a pillar. Shit, even your fucking sister, you can say like your siblings are are pillars. Because like if you're a male and you have like a a sister, you know she's a woman, so you have that you get that uh. You get that woman's perspective on certain things that mm-hmm. you're doing kind of shit. You know what I mean? You get your mom. You get that elderly woman's perspective. And you get your sister who's that, you know, you're a young or a young adult's perspective uh, of what you're doing. And you're like, mm-hmm. damn, you know what? I realized that, you know, I was being a fucking creep because my sister didn't like it. My mom didn't like it. Maybe I won't do that creepy <laughs> shit anymore yeah. <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You, so it's like you have all these pillars and... If you're missing one, especially a male adult pillar in your life, your life is going to be miscued because, you know, you you didn't grow up with the perfect foundation. 
You're going to look for, mm-hmm. you know, other role male role models yeah. anywhere. And they're and all over the place. Like, and they're all garbage. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, yeah. I actually uh, was watching a documentary that was about a... Uh, it was about a woman who... Uh, the documentary was like one of those uh, Gonzo reporting when she went into like uh, like all this, you know, these racist... Uh, uh, what you call it, like the KKK? Oh, she did undercover. Yeah, she did not an undercover. She was she's she's Indian, bro. Oh, okay. Dot, not feather. She she went into like um like to these cults Y'all and stuff like that. Me, and she uh <laughs> and what she did was uh she, you know she was talking to these people who were uh, you know who was in Charleston. One of these oh, people were in that in Charleston Charl- when the okay. when the lady got uh, ran over and stuff like that. Who who are doing these uh, racist rallies, which, by the way, there's a racist mm-hmm. rally that's going to take place in Washington, D.C. in August. I want to say 13th, but I'm not really sure. Mm. There's a what? lot of people who are going to be anti. What? There's a racist. There's a pro-white rally that's oh, taking Jesus place. Christ. So that's taking place in August. Uh, uh, white she's people, what there. are we doing? What oh, are we really? doing, yeah. white people? What and are we doing, white uh, people? There's a lot, of people, there's a lot of people who Christ, are like, uh, who's going to be protesting this, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to happen yet. Because they they got their permit their permit, right? But mm-hmm. the the permit the way that you saw it it was like oh we just want to protest, but protest then you one. find it was like one of those like okay yeah you can protest all you want but then you find out that oh it's an underline of like racist stuff, so I'm oh, not right, really right. sure if Washington D.C. is going to well, allow it. They, they probably will. Yeah, well I think speech. here's here's my opinion. Like I I believe in um. The First Amendment. I uh-huh. believe that you have the right to to express yourself as long as you're not inciting violence uh-huh. against Z, a Z, particular you don't group give of no, people. You don't got to give us no disclaimer. Go ahead, say say what you want to say. Okay, so what <laughs> I would say is that <laughs> what I want to say is that um, I think that people like that should be allowed to gather and should be allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're going to have the people that have some sense about them, that hear them talk and are going to say, these are freaking racist people. Mm-hmm. No one, like, like if, you, if you prevent people from actually speaking, then, then you look bad. Okay, so but if you allow saying... them to speak and you allow them to use their own words, they're uh-huh. going to make themselves look okay, bad. Okay, so you, you want to give people the opportunity to, to, to be stupid. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. I like yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. I like that. Yeah. You, you want to give people the opportunity to be stupid. Like, you know what? Let's let this idiot speak. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Say your piece. No, they'll, but, they'll undo themselves. Yeah. They undo themselves. Yeah. I, I really do. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I like that people have the freedom of speech. Because then I know mm. who the fucking psychos are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, exactly. as long as everybody yes. can really speak up and say, hey, you know, I feel this way about this. And fuck all these other mm-hmm. kind of people that look this kind of way. It's like, okay, well, that motherfucker is definitely not somebody yes. that's going to be on my, my fucking friends list, right? But if mm-hmm, they're, if mm-hmm. it's not allowed to be spoken and it's all under the fucking, under the, 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 the covers and shit... Nobody knows, and so then all of this exactly. shit continues on. It just continues mm-hmm. and continues. It yeah. didn't. It doesn't ever end. Yeah. And so, I like all of this shit that we've been like trying to stifle underneath is now bubbling up because it's like it's unbearable now. It's like the, all these people are like, I got, yeah. I got a fucking Facebook. I got an Instagram now. I can go in and show everybody. Hey, I like the red fucking oh, wow. white and blue too. Goddamn it! You know, like all that <laughs> shit, man. With with that said, with that said, I have a question. Do you believe? God bless America. <laughs> 
<laughs> that the news that we're fed through, you know, society in the United States, do you believe that it is uh, the legitimate way to keep us informed in the United States? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You, you don't mean, like, like, so? Wait, wait, uh, like using maybe. social media? Yeah, maybe. using social media. Do you think it's a, the? Do you think it's a good way? What about you, Z? What What's your thoughts on that? Um, I personally, for like I would say the last uh, year or so, um, I don't actually even before this last year. Um, I don't really follow the news <laughs> because I know that the news that they put on television, um, usually it's to manipulate you. It's mm-hmm. to um, to get you to have a certain reaction, and I'm not one that likes to be manipulated. Yeah. So um, for the past year or so, since I don't have cable, um, I my my main source of um, information comes from the internet. It comes from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow a few people that that's where I get my news from. So there's a lot of stories that I miss, but you know what? At the same time, I'm not worried about that because, like, like I said, certain things are put out there um to manipulate you and to distract you from like what you're really supposed but to do but do do you believe that there's a like because uh, they said that there's this thing called like uh like news fatigue that we're going through right now with uh like uh Trump um, like we're going through oh, like yes. there's so much well, there's so much negative well, things could, that are I... happening or there's so much negative stuff that you just you just fatigue, you're tired with it. Like if yes. you if you like last week we just went through like uh there was a mass there was a mass murder, uh, there was a mass uh, shooting mm-hmm. that took place in uh in uh Indianapolis right Indianapolis. that the guy shot like five people. Annapolis Annapolis yeah and yeah. yeah, yeah he Virginia, shot like five yeah. people and yeah then, I heard about that like two days ago really yeah and or when, whenever it was yeah. yeah and it was there's not a lot of coverage on that or maybe I haven't seen yeah. a lot but to be honest with you is like. Oh, he killed five people, and I'm. And my thought, thought was, my thought was like, he killed five people. I'm like, is that a real mass shooting, or was it just like? Yeah, that's not enough. You see, that's. <laughs> I think that's part no, of the fatigue. I know exactly what you're saying. I I know exactly what it's you're it. saying. I think yeah. me personally, I didn't really pay attention to this Annapolis thing because I was still stuck on the whole junior thing. Yeah. Um, but there's so many stories know, from left to right. Yeah, yeah. where do you focus, stories. right? Yeah, like, it's like who, where you want to put your which focus. Which one do you at, pay attention to? It's a lot. It's a lot of information to take in, and then just like I mean, you really uh, you got to have your yeah. opinion on it. You're automatically going to have your opinion on anything that somebody, uh, you know, like any open question, you're going to have your opinion on, and then you have yeah. your opinion on this. It's it's gonna. I believe that my my uh, opinion on it is gonna be miscued because it's like you know the Justice for Junior thing did happen before that happened, and then the Extension mm-hmm. thing happened, and then the other rapper died happened, and mm-hmm. shit. I mean Jay Z and Beyonce came out with an album on like two <laughs> weeks cares? ago, so it's <laughs> like there's a lot of shit that's going on, and people want my yeah, opinions, yeah, yeah. and then my opinions are like. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I really do care about this shit. This is some fucked up yeah. shit. This is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. ah, yeah. yeah. That happened. I'm like, it was only five, and that was the first thought that came up to my mind. We're like, it was only five people. Is that really a mass shooting, or was it like? Yeah, I'm yeah. happy that he didn't kill a lot more you, people. You become desensitized. Yeah, you become desensitized, and oh, this world is all fucked up. I mean, I mean, yeah. There's definitely a lot of stuff that that um, is being reported on that is. That that it, they want us to react, 
But mm-hmm. like you said, it's so much that we're being like um, we're being bombarded with so much that that we kind of check out. It's yeah, um, it's like being at a fucking uh, it's like being at Texas Day Brazil, and you didn't flip that fucking coin over. You still on green, and they <laughs> keep, keep on sending you fucking your food, and they're like, God damn, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good on this. <laughs> Where are the fucking psychiatrists uh, and all this? Oh, you know what? Like, what There's the fuck? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who's man. dropping the I, ball? I seriously How do believe. I seriously do believe that people need to. Like do that, like have they a therapist, a, like therapists, or just like just have a conversation. Or friends, goddamn, like yeah. what, like positive people that are outside the normal. No, people got friends, like but they outside, got, but outside the normal connections. But here's like, the thing: people's friends you that you to. have, people friends that uh, people have nowadays, they're they were people that reflect their own opinions. Yeah, I know, they're I people know. who reflect their own opinions, and that is the problem. Because when you get people who are just like you know, yes men. Or people who just agree with you. You're just in an echo chamber. So it'll cause you to do some crazy shit because, you know, if somebody's saying that, man, we should just... Everybody's like, fuck yeah, man, let's yeah, do it. let's fucking do it. If you got a whole <laughs> bunch of people who are saying, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's rob that bank. Eventually, you're going to fucking bank. do it. Let's, let's fucking do it. What are we talking but about? But you need, like, I don't believe that people want that that uh, that opposite friend. Like, you know, uh, shit. Like, eh, I'm a black dude. I got a white friend. I got a Spanish friend. I got people who are, like, different races and shit like that. So I got different perspectives on life kind of kind of thing. So it's like, damn, I know that this will work for me, but it won't really work for him. That's a different perspective. Not a lot of people like to do that shit because that makes things complicated because you got to think different now. Because you want everybody, you want everything right, because to work you made for everybody. That, you made that move. Now yeah. you got to go ahead and commit to that move. Yeah, exactly. Right. So now you got to make, because what you want, really want is you want everything to work for everybody, like all your friends, all your colleagues and shit like that. So now since you have mm-hmm. these, uh, your your friends who are like different colors, you like, man, we got to figure out a way to basically, we can all have our cake and eat it too. How can we do this? We're, there's going to be some sacrifices. I'm I'm down for that. But yeah. sacrifices got to be as equal for all, all all across the board kind of shit. And people don't want that. Mm-hmm. They just want to have like, no, no, I want people who look like me, sound like me, yeah. who who like things like me because I know mm-hmm. for a fact that they're going to they're gonna ride with me. But you don't need all that for people to ride with you. You just need to be yeah. a person who's willing to, you know, sacrifice shit. If you sacrifice shit, then I, I believe that you're going to sacrifice some shit, too. And then we'll be good mm-hmm. together because it's like, yeah, you know, it's like that whole military shit, you know, dude. I've never seen some uh, some brother some brothery shit than uh, people Marines. How they talking about? Yeah, that's my brother. You just met this guy. You didn't serve with this motherfucker. <laughs> you you didn't serve with this motherfucker. Both of you guys were Marines. That's the that's the one thing that's tying you guys together as brothers. You didn't. You never served yeah. together. Y'all didn't go in the same plane. Y'all never jumped out the same fucking uh, boat. But you guys are Marines, yeah. and that's the only thing. Well, you need that. You need that in the military. You need <laughs> yeah. that kind of attitude in the military. Otherwise, nobody would survive. Yeah, but I, I believe that we need that in the world. Eventually, you might have to rely on that person. Yeah. That's why. But we need that in the fucking world. Like people yeah, that who are is not, lacking. That that yeah. emotion yeah. is definitely lacking. Yeah, but I think time. it's it's um it's a matter of getting people to. To think outside of their bubble, like yeah. um, people m- mostly in large cities, um, they they tend to keep to themselves and they tend to not get involved in other people's business. Yeah, and I think that um, 
you know, when you when you are able to build a community, you have that where people are say to themselves like, yeah, I gotta help this person. Mm-hmm. Why? Because one day I might need help, or whatever you know the fact may be. So. Yeah, I agree you know, with that hundred percent. Do you all remember when uh, Eric Holder, uh, when Obama was in office, he came out and he was like, "White America, you need to start uh, uh, reaching out and start spending uh, more time with your coworkers that are not your sk- same skin color." Or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. And do you remember like, okay, wow. we've been friends for a while, mm-hmm. uh, Z, me, me, and Pat. And I remember, do you remember mm-hmm. me telling you, like, yo, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> he Is he fucking telling me that I need to fucking reach out and fucking start <laughs> hanging out with people that I don't fucking want to hang out with? Like, I'm just working there. It doesn't mean I want to fucking yeah. have a beer with that person, right? And you were all like, you're like, dude, he's not talking to you. He's not talking to you. He's not talking he's to like, you because he's talking, talking to the people right. who are like. <laughs> that have no connection. They have no connection whatsoever. Kind of and yeah. I was like, well, well, fucking, you know, be yo, more specific, man. Yo, Don't just say, like, this white, white, yeah, fucking America, white America's huge, man. Because he's talking it's to huge. the people who, like, yeah. when they see that uh, a 15-year-old kid gets shot by a police officer just for running... They don't have, they don't feel no fucking, uh, no feeling goes through their fucking thought. Like, oh, well, he shouldn't have ran. Mm. When that's your first fucking thought, <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, but you, you don't get that job. Yeah. You don't get, when that's your first thought, you don't get that job. Yeah, it's like, that's no, not you, for you. I you think, I think people who, I think people who, who say things like that, um, they just don't want to access their feelings and get involved exactly. in that because when you do, when you actually think about something like that, then you see that there's something really fucked up mm-hmm. about that. Because mm-hmm. then at that so, point, it's like you see us less, less than human. You know what I mean? You see that that person is less yeah. than human because it's like, yo, this person just got shot in the back, but mm-hmm. they there was no. This motherfucker fucked up because he shouldn't have shot him in the back. But it's like, nah, he shouldn't have ran. He shouldn't have run. I <laughs> say he didn't have no weapon. He didn't have anything. Why? Why wouldn't that cop just run or just be like, you know what? I catch you another time. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's not his kind of shit. E- even in like in England, you know, what I mean, they'll whoop your ass. In in England, they'll whoop. You. I mean, those cops in England will. <laughs> They'll beat you up real I bad. I saw one where there was like 15 fucking cops at Billy Clubs. And just yeah. the fuck the, out the, of this dude. I've, yeah. I've seen <laughs> videos of cops in England who are like, like, they will, they'll put you in the hospital for a good reason kind of shit. You know, for doing like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, off, you just, man. oh, I just crossed the street. Oh, you just mouthing off and kind of shit. Mouthing off. But you know, you'll still live kind of shit. Even though just beating, being beat up to a bloody pulp is wrong. But it's like, you know, you still live kind of shit. Well, you know what? That's funny because... I remember in the 90s, there was a guy named something Diablo, Diallo. Diablo Loco? No. Diallo oh, was his um, last I'm, name. I'm, Abner, I'm a dude Diallo. I'm a dude Diallo. Mm. He, was, yeah. he was of African descent. I'm not sure what mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. He was on the stoop. Of his, um, he place. was on a stoop. He was coming he was home. Stoop. He was just coming home. He was on a stoop. And um, it was uh, in New York. I, I forgot what it was that the cops were responding to, some call or something like that. Right. They uh, they called out to him. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, they had their their guns drawn. They called out to him. He turned around with his wallet in his hand because he was going to show his identification. Yeah. And uh, his, his wallet was supposedly uh, mistaken for a gun, and one of the officers shot him um, 
13 or 14 times. One officer? Wow. Yeah. One officer. Yeah. Whole clip. Yeah. yeah. But Okay, so that's bad. But there was also an incident, which I don't remember the name, um, in New York, also in the 90s, where they, I believe they, they found a guy, I don't know if it was a wrong full person, but they beat him up so bad they took a nightstick and shoved it up his ass. That was Rodney King. Oh, not um, Rodney King. Not Rodney, Rodney King. King. I, um, that one was Abner Luima. Luima. Abner Luima. And yep. uh, also, I think he he was. I don't know what ethnicity he was, but yeah, they 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 shoved the nightstick up. I don't know if they removed. Cops his got pants. some kinky shit going on. I don't know if they had to man. remove his pants to do it, but they I, it went in. That's right? crazy. So you know, yes, yes, the, the, they, the they, city they was sued. Them with he got a things. lawyer. You know, but the thing, it was extremely embarrassing. New York City police had gone that far. Like, you know, it was like a, the Post, the New York Post, Daily News. Is that was under, was that under, um, what's that guy's name? On the, oh, oh, you're talking about Giuliani's? Yeah, uh, was that under Giuliani? I think it was before he, he was, before he was the, um, the mayor. He was the, God, he was like the, Giuliani was mayor for a while there. He, he was the attorney general. Is that attorney the general? He, yeah, he was in charge of the, all the yeah. lawyers, stuff like uh-huh. that. But he wasn't a mayor. So, yeah, that happened during his, you know, his time. But uh, I don't remember what the, the results the were. I don't remember. Oh, if, like, they the got away officer. with it. Yeah, man. I think they nobody was fired. It. Nobody's fired. But the, the, the city was sued. Yeah. But, but the my, one. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say the one with um, um, Amadou Diallo. Yeah, um, the I think shooting. Was, uh yeah, that the cops got off on that one. They didn't. They didn't do anything. I think also for Luima, they got off. Yeah, I think they both. But here's my thing, though. This is gonna sound silly, but I mean, anybody having a nice thing going up their ass is that's a horrible. You're gonna be traumatized, right? Mm-hmm. But is it better to get beat up that much than to be shot dead? Like, would you rather gotten sodomized than be dead? Like, wh- which would you rather get? She. If a police officer I mean, walks up to you and says, which neither? one do you want? Yeah, neither. <laughs> neither is the right answer. Yeah, it's not like you're, you're not getting out of there. It's not a, there's, no, um, there's no positive in that. Well, thank you. There is no positive. That is like, that is the double And with a fucking nightstick. Dude. Nightstick ain't, ain't thin, man. That's like a thick yeah, wooden it, thing. You know, like. But but here's my uh, here's what I want to say is that. Shoot me, At man. what point did cops go from, <laughs> shoot me, I'm going to beat these guys no. to, I'm going to start shooting now? Because that's a, that's a, um, here's the thing, just like we're saying for a guy to commit murder and to stab somebody, you've got to disassociate something in your mind as you mm-hmm. turn off. That's the same thing for a cop. We're, we're both right. are human beings. Right. Just, At some um, point, something, yeah. you, you, something clicks over and you're saying, listen, I'm committing to this act. Mm-hmm. There's and this then, moment, but, trigger, man. I think, go ahead. I think um, part of it that might play into that as well is just the stress level. Um, you, when you're in a, a heightened situation like that, you don't know what the person's gonna do. Sometimes your mind plays tricks on you. Very true. And you have to make a a a, a real quick decision of like, well, what are you gonna do? Because you know this person could pull out a gun. This this person could hurt me. But I'm, so but, okay. I think that part of sometimes the cops are reacting to that kind of of a threat. Yeah, so, but um, what what happened? What happened in our the, the error where they were beating people. You know, I mean, like, you know, when you see these movies of uh, okay. South Central, when they're pulling up the kids yeah. and they Come got them against, lined up against the wall. Talking about colors. Colors, but it was uh, um, the South Central movie, whatever. 
Um, don't be a menace. Yeah, don't be a menace. Mm-hmm. They, you know they line up the kids. You know the teenagers, whatever, and they start patting them down. My bad. Menace society. Menace society. <laughs> all those movies. Whatever. All don't those be a menace movies. is <laughs> the funny one. The funny one. But I'm yeah, saying, yeah. or even uh, you know, uh, um, but at what point do they stop beating people? And now the what, when did the oh. policy change that it's we should shoot people now? Yeah, I don't, these are city. Here's the thing: when when, well, when I, I think it, it it all started with um, there's this show that's on HBO called Problem Areas, and uh, they they brought that question, that kind of like that it was that kind of is in that same ballpark, mm-hmm. and they were saying like there's this guy who's uh, going around and he's training these cops all over the United States, and his whole thing is like. He's training the cops on like war mentality. It's like it's a war, mm. it's us versus them kind mm. of thing. Like Yeah. And this guy has never uh been to war. He's never been to war. Uh he never served in the military or anything like that. But his rhetoric are violent. Everything is violent. We mm-hmm. we we having a problem with these people on, on this street, uh we got to get rid of them by any means necessary. They go down. No matter what kind of shit, and he's training these cops all around the United States. I forgot what episode it was. I was trying to look it up on uh, the laptop, but um, I believe it's like episode three. And uh, well, actually, the whole season you guys should watch. It's called uh, Problem Areas on, Problem HBO. Areas on HBO. But uh, pretty oh, much okay. what the show is about is that you know there's certain areas around like uh united states that you know they're trying to solve these problems because they're having problems all over yeah, with cops there's a lot no of cities matter. there's yeah. no city that you can go to that there's no problems like mm-hmm. i found out through this show that uh alabama they they have a serious problem with uh, racism right yeah they're I think actually it's really trying... easy to become a fucking cop i think that's the problem i think it's really fucking that easy is one to that become is a one. cop it is really easy. Like, that's and you what know, I really think it is. Man. I had a conspiracy theory on that. I think I, <laughs> like, I ran fuck. it by you because uh, you remember on Facebook around like uh, 2009 like or 10, there was Facebook ads that were on the right-hand side <laughs> on the page that was saying like, would you like to be a cop? Would you like to be a cop on, in, in Broward or Dade County? All you have to do is just apply and kind of shit. And right. I was like, why the fuck would they be a... Why would there be an, an advertisement right kind of shit, right? Weren't they also pushing for college too? It would it would also offer you maybe, yeah, it will yeah, also give you college. college yeah. But the thing that got me thinking that oh shit, they're looking at the bottom of the barrel is because uh, when I was working at Diesel, there was a, a what you call it, an employee of mine's not an employee of mine. What the fuck I'm talking about? A coworker because I'm not owning fucking Diesel kind of shit. But there was a coworker, right? <laughs> And uh, he was saying, like, his roommate is a cop. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's what's up, man. And I said, yeah, he was trained by this dude. And then I found out that uh, the dude he was trained by was my my cousin. But the weird shit is that he said that, yeah, man, my roommate is fucking crazy. I'm like, crazy? Crazy how? He says, yeah, man, you know, he told me that he'd do some crazy shit. He says, yeah, he tried to be a cop. Like, he, he applied to the academy, like, three times. And he failed all three times. I'm like, oh, I'm like, why the fuck is he a cop? Uh, he says, eventually, uh, they, what you call it, he applied for the fourth time, but it was like two years in. later, and then he passed. I'm like, he passed. Wow. He got through? <laughs> I think, I mean, that's crazy, because I think that someone should have looked at it and said, well, he tried three times and he failed. Yeah, so but I think it was like one of the, yeah, because I think it was one of those, like, damn, we don't have enough cops. 
this crazy motherfucker wow. wants to be a cop. Let's just let his ass through. That is through. true, though. They, they, in some areas, they are, like, desperate to get to get yeah, people. Yeah, so they're just, so, yeah, they're just desperate to get any motherfucker. And now, ever pe- since then, I was like, change, there's a crazy guys. motherfucker. Oh. Okay, people change. <laughs> Don't do that, dog. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, now That's I'm thinking, like, fuck. and this dude is, that. like, he's roaming around, like, uh, Hollywood, uh, like, fl- Florida. Hollywood. Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, uh, Davy area kind of shit. Which, uh, shit, stay around, out of Davy, yo. Yeah, you gotta stay out of there. Stay the fuck out of Davy. You gotta that deal with some of the cops, too, man. And, yo, he would tell me story like, yeah, this motherfucker's crazy kind of shit. Like, he is, like, is, like, he's to the point that when he told me that, yeah, my roommate, it was like he was saying, like, yeah, I gotta get the fuck out of there, but, you know, the rent is cheap and he doesn't want to leave, but I don't, I don't want to leave because the rent is cheap, so I'm just staying. So it was like all stipulations kind of shit. And uh, mm-hmm. he said that this dude's like does like sexual harassment shit on chicks because there's like 30 states mm-hmm. in the United States that you know that uh, it is legal for uh, cops to actually have sex with perps. You sent me. Oh that. yeah, I read something <laughs> like that. What? I, I read something like that recently yeah. that I forgot what state it was. That until recently it yeah. was um it was legal for yeah. cops to. Uh, it's it's that was like that was in the 30 fucking states. Florida's not one of them. Thank God. Yeah. New York is not Damn one of them. Damn right. But uh, North Dakota, South but Dakota is I mean, like, you know what? <laughs> you know what my thought, like, the first thought I had was, like, well, how do you have that happen in the first place? Like, I don't, like, like is it is it that the cops are having sex with, um, pe- with the people that they arrest? Yeah. And say, and say something like, oh, well, you know, if you want to get on flight, then you got to do something. Like, is it, gotta, is it, um... That's what I seriously yeah, believe like, is happening. Is it that or is it like just like, like, you know, people having flings or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I think don't it's have, all of the above. Yeah, it could be all <laughs> of the above. I mean, I think it's everything. But the, the shit about that is like, well, uh, I also found out about this from that, uh, ep- uh the episode of uh, Problem Areas. And they were saying like, uh, the question that, uh, you would think a cop would, uh, would ask would be like, uh, where the fuck is this happening? But the question that came up is like, so we can't do that? That's the question that came up with cops. Wow. So we can't do that. Wow. And it was like, motherfucker, you're incriminating yourself. Like you're you had to. <laughs> you're out, dog. Yeah, but like, wow, you had to ask yourself yeah, that? Yeah, you have to like ask morally... yourself that question. You're fucking out. Like, That's yeah, you're morally so, yeah. wrong. You're, you're morally yeah, wrong. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. You're tainting yourself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Nobody you're tainting told me yourself. That. Well, that's you the thing. Like, we. We think that um, cops are like trained, you know, highly trained or whatever. But um, I don't know about Humans. that, especially like in the ethical yeah, department. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is ethical? I don't think cops have like a an ethical class that they have to go through. Because to be honest, I think they should. That's a that's a course that needs to be in yeah. the police uh, academy. Well, Seriously. would you guys yeah. like to have a discussion about ethics and morality? And nah, the man, because that's another five hours, bro. <laughs> okay. That's another You're five right. hours, You're man. Right. <laughs> Well, I definitely want to have that at some point. Let me write that down. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Oh, that but um, Z, you wanted to bring up um, the what you call it? Uh, the comparisons between uh, what happened to uh, oh yeah, Junior um, and the Chronicles of Death foretold. Yeah. Um. So when this whole when this whole story broke, um, my my. I immediately thought about this book that I had read on um, by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. It's called um, Chronicle of a Death Foretold. 
And in the book, it's, um, I mean, the first line starts out by saying, you know, that the guy, on the day that, that the main character was going to die, mm-hmm. you know, that's how the, the line starts. So you know someone's going to die. And it's sort of like the same thing with Junior, where, like, um, it seemed like the people in the store knew what was going to happen, but they allowed it to happen, you know, yeah. and no one stepped in. And then there was also the people that were um, you know, recording from their windows, like, uh, did they, could, I, I thought, like, could they have yelled out the window, like, hey, stop, or, you know, whatever, um, you're being recorded, uh, something like that. But then again, I also understand in these communities the fear the, of, like, of them coming after you. Yeah. Yeah, like, like so. The same thing that you're talking about, the the guy who owned the bodega, um, there's a there's some article that came out uh, like recently as of today uh, we're, we're recording this on uh, the 30th of June that uh, the Bronx bodega owner says he did not immediately realize what was happening night of the stabbing that's what he said yeah and uh, yeah. he also went on to say that uh, which was like to me it was like one of those like yo fuck you moments like I would say that to him because he said that the mother of Junior is not the only one mourning. Like yo, yeah. fuck you, dude. No, 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 no. Let me. Can I jump in? Because there's a video out, right? Uh-huh. There's a news reporter that interviewed him, and mm-hmm. uh, he, I, I, he's he's a he's he's Hispanic uh, descent. His English is a little bad. Yeah, he said that he panicked. He was yeah. scared, and he did not immediately yeah. realize what happened. Well, yeah, because what happens yeah, is I Junior think... runs in and and immediately jumps behind the counter, and he's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" Because right. he kind of stops him on the ledge of the counter, right? Yeah. And Junior's like, "No, no, no, mm-hmm. they're coming, they're coming, they're coming to get me." And he, he's like, "All right," yeah. so he just lets him go down to the ground. He mm-hmm. gets behind the counter, and he's like, he still does not know who is coming, right? Mm-hmm. So right. when the guy actually walks in through the store, the other young man. The and dude with the, the white shirt and the black Yeah, hat. I guess he can tell, oh, he's behind the counter. He grabs him. The store owner doesn't stop him. He just, like, kind of just, like, he's frozen. He's like, I, what is this? This yeah. is way too much. But actually, one, one, one shot of the video shows him and another man walking, be, like, behind as they, as the guys are dragging Junior out the store. Wow. So, um, it's, it's, but I don't know, think he knew there was going to be a stabbing. He probably thinks it's going to be a but put then down. The other guy, the other guy, um, that was his head out. Oh, the other guy, the that, other was guy the that was in the store. As after they pulled out Junior and they began to stab him, um, you see the guy, the other guy, uh, peek his head out and see what's being done to him, and he pops back inside. So at that point, he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? But and the store owner I don't know, is like I don't a 50 year old guy. They decided to, yeah, I don't know at what time they decided to call the police. Well, but, he said um, he called right away. He the, the the store owner. I don't know about the other yeah. guy, but the actual store owner was on the phone with the cops like immediately mm-hmm. as soon as they saw the other uh, the other young guy grab Junior. He said he recognized Junior's face. He knew Junior from the street. So that's why he felt he yeah. needed to call the cops. And it's recorded like the yeah. police have a timeline. He did call the cops twice. And at yeah. that point, when the, the fight is over, the car rolls off. Mm-hmm. He comes outside 
and he says to Junior, you might as well walk to the the local hospital or maybe an urgent care because mm-hmm, it's going to mm-hmm. take too long for the ambulance to get here. Wait, okay. You, yeah. you said that the, the, the dude who was wearing the white shirt and the black hat yeah. had nothing to do with it. Like, he didn't know, right? He didn't know it was... He didn't know he before didn't know he got into the car. Because... He only knew on the ride. The bodega owner yeah. says, Cruz said the alleged gang member threatened to kill him, kill him too, before they dragged Junior outside. So they dragged mm-hmm. him outside, right? Yeah. He, he said that he was threatened to kill him. I mean, I don't know about all that. So know. as far as I... It's, yeah. There was something There was something that I read in that article that like stuck out to me, that he said... Um, uh, the store owner said that when they came in for him, they, that one of the guys said, oh, we're just going to fight. I highly doubt that they were like, oh, we're just going to fight. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're just going to have a little fight. Like, let him go. I, I doubt that they that they said that. I don't know why, but um, I just don't think that that's, that is the, com- that's the thing kind that of conversation. With the yeah. cameras, these cameras never have yeah, audio. No audio. They said that there's other videos yeah. that is too graphic to show on uh, this uh, Channel 7 but Cruz pointing, mm-hmm. it shows Cruz pointing, Cruz is also, uh, the bodega owner, pointing Junior away mm-hmm. from the store just after being hacked by a machete. There has been fury hurled at Cruz over this image because many think yeah. he was kicking Junior out of the store. Right. But actually, yeah. he's pointing to the direction of the hospital. He's saying, go yeah. that way. But, but uh, even but still, I, he could have actually walked him. No, no, he could have well, taken yeah. Junior. Said, "Let well, me walk you to the hospital." That's a strange thing. That's a he strange just said, thing. Oh, like, go um, that way. You know, I mean, I think I, I think in order, like, if we were to like sympathize with them, like, we would probably think, like, okay, maybe he didn't, maybe he wasn't aware of the severity of his wounds. Like, that's yeah. the only like justification that I can put on that because it's like. How do you tell a person, yeah, just walk yourself to the hospital? Then he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Well, here, here's my, here's my opinion. Is what I think, right? Okay, you, you're in this neighborhood. You've been, you've owned this, this, the store for years. You know the kind of neighborhood you're in. You've seen violence before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You become desensitized. This may not have been yeah, the first time true. someone ran into your store, either to rob the store itself or there was a fight. And you witness it happening in the store, you shoot people out. You're like, get out, fight yeah. outside. So yeah. at this point, I think he's just like, he doesn't know how bad it is, but he's like, listen, you, the store is that way. But I, maybe afterwards, maybe after he gets home, he comes out. Because the thing is, when you, like we all agree, in the moment of the activity happening, your adrenaline is going, even as a bystander, someone observing it. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking the way you normally think. You're thinking emergency level thinking. Like, hey, dude, get out yeah. of here, or hey, hey go to the yeah, hospital. You go in survival there. mode because yeah. you feel like your life's threatened because you're seeing some shit yeah. that you don't shit. fucking see often. Yeah. Like, oh right. my god. This or even if you do see it often, because this is the neighbor that it does it happen, you're still like, I don't want this happening to yeah, me. I don't want this happening because now it's like. I mean, mm-hmm. Or what wild. if it has happened to you before? You've helped someone before many years, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're like, well, I don't want to happen. I don't want to happen to me again. Maybe in helping somebody, he got hurt. Now he's like, well, I'll help from a distance. Yeah. We don't. All I know, I saw yeah. the video on him. He looks like an old guy. He looks oh, like yeah, he's 58 dude. or I think whatever. He's probably in some form of like shock. And he's a. He was a short little man, by the way. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. That's the video. He looks like a, you know, he doesn't even look Dominican. He looks like a, 
like somebody who might have Guatemalan or, or Honduras. Yeah, he, I, I thought the same thing. I, he doesn't, you know, to me, he doesn't look Dominican. But yeah, uh, and it, his Spanish, the way he speaks English, you know, like I can tell when a Dominican is speaking English and maybe some of them have like a bad English, but I know mm-hmm. what accent that is and he doesn't have that. Yeah. I said he's owned the store for 18 years. Um, yeah, he's seen a lot of shit in 18 years. He doesn't plan on opening to reopen the the store, the bodega, until like the community, the community yeah. decides. Pri- prior and I think to, that's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Prior to me re- reading that article about the bodega owner, I had really like judged him harshly because like, um, you know, based on watching the videos um, without the audio, it looks like he's shooing him away. Like in fact, away. Yeah. yeah. So like, in fact, I even, I wrote something. Um, uh, I don't know if you, if, if I could read it now. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and read it. Okay. So, go ahead. um, Okay, so it starts like this. By the time the story made its way from the internet to the tube, Junior had become part of everyone that watched. It was a strange effect. It caused those who were present not to care, and those of us who watched from the comfort of our phones wish we could have been there to stop it. We as virtual onlookers were disgusted, outraged, and connected to the waves of pain that would be felt by many. Our eyes watched as an innocent life was stolen by the mad dogs of the street, which God had seemed to have forgotten about a long time ago. They wanted to wipe his existence from this world, thought they could erase one more kid no one, would, no one but his family would mourn. Perhaps this happened because the killers grew up in a world that gave no fucks about them. So in turn, they gave no fucks about anybody else. Under the guise of being real men and defending the not-so-good name of a relative, they butchered their sacrificial lambs. Junior's death was not meant to restore the honor of the besmirched young female, but rather to restore the hearts of the walking dead and the nearly dying. They buried their faces in their phones and in their own little world. This was a calling back to God, to duty, to love. The store owner proved incapable of answering that call. Heck, they didn't even attempt to call the police or the ambulance as they shooed Junior away before the attack and for the last time as he stood bleeding to death. I think this frightened us all to think that someone could be in such great need of help and people could nonchalantly turn them away, lost in apathy. My hope is that this serves as a lesson to remind us that we need each other, that an act of courage can save lives, that we should not fear death because in the end we serve God. It's too bad a mother had to lose her son for the world to see that. So, yeah, I wrote that as a, like, I had to, like, sort of, like, put things in perspective for myself. You wrote Um, that off the cuff? Jesus. I wrote that... You can tell people who read books because I couldn't have wrote that. That is really good. <laughs> I wrote yeah. that. I, I wrote that in one evening. Um, yeah. Um, but um, so like in hindsight, or, or actually after reading that article about the store owner, I kind of was like a little bit sympathetic towards him because he did seem like he wished he could have done something. And I understand sometimes people freeze. 
mm-hmm. in in a situation like that and they don't really know how to act and probably all those things were affecting him at the moment you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i just think that watching it um you you really just wish that somebody would have done something you know yeah. how long did the I, whole like, thing I, actually take like from what moment to what moment like how many minutes did actually everything Ooh, go down I don't know from like the moment they walked in I'm not in sure to tell but it looked dude, like it was very fast yeah right? it like so it he was, was probably just kind of minutes. like he was like what the fuck is yeah, going but, on the thing that sucks is like he knew that kid ever since he was a little, like he was yeah. small like in an article mm-hmm. he says that he knew him ever since he was a little kid that's a shame like yeah. and he yeah. knew that he was a good kid yeah and I know kids who, who were like I know as a little kid and to see them go through that kind of shit, I think I would be traumatized. Yeah, I would be traumatized too. Every day. Especially if like a group of motherfuckers yeah. who want to like fight these uh, this kid, who I'm like, dude, I basically, I mean, I didn't indirectly I raised this kid myself because yeah. I've seen him in the shop kind of shit, right. you know, indirectly, not directly, but in everybody in a community. Yeah, it's like you know, I got a part of it. Yeah, you know, I got a part of this shit, and I see why he. He made the kid like he made the kid like they only coming after me. You yeah, come behind the, counter, behind the counter, kind of shit. But you know, damn man, it, it's just like it's a sad fate for this kid who like he had mm-hmm. promise, man. That's right. the thing yeah, that gets yeah. me. Yeah, though. they he said had, he was. Uh, he I was think that's be a the police part. Officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, I think, he, that, was, I think he that's was the... good for the community. Yeah, go ahead, see, go ahead, see what you're gonna say. I was gonna say, I think that's. One of the things that that I thought about was like, because I saw videos of him, um, uh, you know, like just Snapchat videos that friends posted and things like that. And he just looked like a genuinely good kid. Uh And um, and also just the fact that he like he was scrawny, man. He couldn't have defended himself, man. Even just against one of those guys. That's the thing that gets me because it's like it takes 80 you motherfuckers for this for this kid eight yeah. grown fucking adults for this kid right here mm-hmm. it's like it's some fucking petty bullshit i thought to myself like man what did this kid do it must have been really bad yeah you know but then when you find out that it wasn't even the right kid <laughs> it's like you got Which, the wrong fucking kid yeah yeah and, and like I had brought up that book, um, a Chronicle of a Death Foretold. It's sort of the same thing. In this story, um, the main character, um, Santiago Nazar, is accused or basically um, there's a girl who's getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets married. This, hap- this, this actually is based on a true story that happened in 1951. Um, it, uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez's childhood friend was uh, stabbed to death by two brothers who were avenging, um, I guess, the dishonor of their sister. Their sister was was to be married to a guy. Mm-hmm. She was supposed back then. I guess you know, in Spanish culture, women had to be virgins before getting married. So it turned out that she wasn't a virgin, and her husband realized this the next day after getting married to her, and um, he, uh, I think, he beat her. He asked her, who was it that committed, you know, who who was it that she lost her virginity to or her family asked her. And she named this one person who wasn't the, who wasn't actually the person. So her brothers went out after the guy. Everyone knew they were going to kill him. 
Um, the guy found out at the very last minute and was running home. Um, his mother didn't see him from the doorway, didn't see him running, but saw the, the killer running. So mm -hmm. one of the killers running towards the house. So she locked the door and she actually locked her, oh, her son out. God. Yes, yes. And so um, he ended up getting stabbed um, repeatedly. Um, it's a very, it's a very graphic thing. I, I don't even want to describe it, but, um, but the book is very good. Um, and, um, and that's what, that's what kind of like brought these two stories for me together is the fact that it was mistaken identity. Um, people seemed to like, they were standing by and watched the crime happen and, and no one, no one did anything. Well, yeah. this is more savage because it's it's not completely mistaken identity. It's someone lying about you. It's like what's that McCarthyism yeah. in the fifties when you just accuse someone? Oh yeah. That, yeah. So that, it's the uh, same thing. You've been accused, and it's not you. I it's, forgot it's the name of mistaken that, uh, identity. Is like oh, I I ran into somebody. I think it was somebody. No, this is someone told on you, and you were like, I don't even know what's it. going on. I forgot what's the name of that uh that uh. The Red black, scare. No, the black kid who uh, a long time ago that he got. Oh, Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Yeah, he got. Oh yeah. Out for what for, for whistling at a white woman. Whistling, whistling at a white woman. Whistling. But I don't even know that woman. I didn't do it. He didn't do it. And then the woman on her deathbed said that he didn't have nothing to do with it. But those those wow, people were crazy. just yeah. That's the shit. That's like. So where's the remorse for this woman? Right, the woman uh, who accused of. Who's a accused uh, um, Junior Guzman, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. Junior, the only reason he's down there is because one of his male friends told him, hey, I need money. He has a male friend yeah. named Jason mm -hmm. who was instructed to do that by the gang. No way. So, is that part of the shit, too? Yes. So, he's, he's, he's not one of the eight because he wasn't... Part oh. of the action? No, nah, to me, he's, he's part of he's, the, he's 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 the ninth one. So he hasn't been convicted. He's not. Being no, no, no. He, he should be convicted. But this guy, Jason, how does he feel? He probably thought it was just going to be a beatdown too, or does he, or is, he, is there more to it? Maybe he knew more. Yeah, but it's how is that it's your friend? Kind of unclear. That's not your friend, dude. That's not your friend. I mean, I've I've read stories um, that supposedly uh, Jason used to date. Junior's sister. So then, if he so then did really date friends. his sister, then then yeah, then he really knows him, and then that's really fucked up. If that's you, someone you give a you know. to every time you see him. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, he so said, I, I don't need money. He so I need wait. five dollars for food. So, so Junior asked his mother, uh -huh. "Mom, can I have five dollars for Jason?" Goes downstairs, yeah. and then you know, I guess walks across the street to where the bodega is, thinking he's gonna meet Jason. He's gonna get changed or something. Oh yeah, the, the, I the even the mom's accounts. She said that he took a long time. She, you know, she he said he was gonna go give his friend the five dollars, and then and then she, he was taking a long time. So she said that she called him, and when she spoke to him, he said, "I'm I'm I'm good, ma. I'm all right. I'm coming home." And something must have happened between that time. You know, that's probably when. But I mean, uh, who knows? how everything went down it, it just it's kind of crazy huh. yeah but where's the remorse from this girl like uh the girl who made the accusation like 
I would like to hear in a public apology. I need to see her on the newspaper or doing a, a PR. Yeah. Is she really? I need her to say, listen, I well, I really feel wait, bad for what I thought I, it was uh, a speculation that she... No, she accused, yeah. she accused him. She told her brother, <laughs> listen, uh, this is yeah, the well, guy we don't, the I, We don't know. Like, you're, you're, you're right. It is sort of speculation because we don't know if the claim came from the girl herself or if it was someone that was like, oh, look, I'm looking for this guy. In the mm-hmm. video, he did something to my sister, and then someone looks at the video and is like, "Oh, I know that kid. It's so and so, you know." And then named Junior. I, you don't really know how it was that Junior got caught up in this mess like that. You yeah, know? there's exactly. like so many different ways. This yeah, could that could have happened. The only caused. people who we can who we can confirm is the eight and mm-hmm. Junior's uh, pseudo best friend. I mean, or friend, right? Who right. who fucking told him to go get five bucks. Well, somebody, wow. somebody needs yeah. to talk. I didn't talk. even know that shit. That shit gives me fucking. When they're in the interrogation room, someone's, uh-huh. someone's, someone who's, who, someone needs to be the first to, to start talking, spilling mm-hmm. the beans. Mm-hmm. That's when the story, the real truth comes out. Mm-hmm. When, when the police officer, the detective goes in one room, says, "Hey, Jose says you, you did about it." About like the first forty-eight, yeah. when they give him like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. His burger. Oh, by the way, Jose is talking in the other room. <laughs> that motherfucker singing. He I'm is singing over that. Yeah, Jose is doing a Lincoln yeah. Park over there. You looking like you about to get like a, a lifetime. You might as well oh, rat on him. He before he get rats on you. You want a deal, don't you? What you got on him? That's all it is. That's when the yeah. truth comes out. And that is ridiculous. But there's a fundraiser that was there was a GoFundMe for Junior and. Uh, Oh yes, I heard they were only asking for a few thousand. They were, they were asking for fifteen thousand dollars. They ended up uh, racking up at three hundred twenty-four thousand dollars. Thank they goodness. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I they mean, funeral costs could yeah, run you like fifteen thousand alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I think that's what. The, yeah, they were asking for fifteen thousand. Um, I contributed to it too. Not a, not a, you know just twenty-five dollars, oh. but yeah. hey, because you. you know what? Like that was some, that was one of the things that that bothered me too was like i i'm a mother and um i was just like you know if if this woman is at least able to pay for her funeral for his funeral expenses um that would probably just give me some comfort you know Uh um but yeah i'm i'm it's it's that's why i said in, in what i wrote like um that i feel like this was meant to bring people together um, or just to wake people up, like, hey, look, we need each other, um, because uh, you know, I was just gonna say, uh, I feel bad for the mother because uh, yeah. I, I don't know if any any of you guys because she lost was doing a good job, to be yeah. honest. She was raising a thing, good son. That's the thing that gets me because it's like, yo, you were doing a good great job. job. You're doing a great job on what you're doing with your kid, and next thing you know, it boom, it's like. They yeah. just take it away. Now imagine. Yeah. I don't know if you, any of you've lost a relative, but imagine you see someone every day in your house. Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning. You have to remind them to get dressed, look nice, mm-hmm. make sure you eat breakfast. Like you're on top of that person, and now mm-hmm. you don't get to see that person anymore. Oof. Yeah. It's not like they're old and they were sick and you knew they were gonna die. This is someone yeah. you expect bro- to it's see. A, a this is somebody day. whose life got cut short. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I'm sure it's like a major adjustment for her. I mean, and, and then could you expect her to have to go back to work? Like, Super what kind sad. of trauma is yeah, she going to deal with? 
I was I, I, I watched an interview that she was in um I think it was uh Good Morning America. I don't, I don't know. She was being interviewed and um they were asking her like how is she dealing with the whole thing and she was saying that she has a lot of people with her that she's never alone. And like I think that's really good that like you know, she that people have come to, to her aid. But what I worry about is like what, what happens when people like you know, when this dies down and, and she's left on her own, like, she's probably going to feel the grief even more and mm-hmm. feel lonely. She was saying that. She was like, he was my baby. She's like, we did everything together, you know. So um, it's just, it's, it's sad. Yeah. And uh, what you call it, the, I mean, good coming out of this, uh, this, uh, Tragedy. evil act this tragedy is that uh they're focusing uh the the bronx is focusing all their uh like their how would uh, i can't even find resources energy. resources energy like the, things things efforts. efforts three words three good words yeah on like on <laughs> gang violence and yeah they need um, to tackle yeah. that yeah because wednesday yeah. they had the they had the funeral and thousands came to the church mm-hmm. to, to mourn his uh, death and then after that um, they actually what you call it now they're trying to get the funds the funds that that went to the actual uh, GoFundMe, GoFundMe is going to go towards resources to get uh, these gangs off the streets and I'm all for it man I am yeah. all for that's a, it that's a great idea yeah. that's a great idea one thing I do remember from growing up when I was younger the Bronx definitely has a lot of undercover cops, like uh, right. just sitting in cars, and you can spot them. They just sit there. You know what I mean? They, they, what are you doing? Maybe for five they're not hours? really that that yeah. undercover. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you can spot them. <laughs> it's not even that they're not that they're not really good at being undercover, but do they even care? Like, they can see the corner yeah. guy selling what he's selling, but at what point are they gonna get out of their car and make an arrest? Yeah, like man. Yeah. You know when they go back in at the end of the night, at the end of their shift, uh-huh. and they gotta fill out a report, they're just like, yeah, we saw nothing. Oh. Do they look like uh, Malik Yoba and uh, Michael De Lorenzo? That's the guys from mm-hmm. New York Undercover. Oh, oh. that was a <laughs> <laughs> that was a nineties joke, bro. <laughs> That's before my time. Yeah. Don't don't lie, dude. That's a good fucking show. But uh, yeah, oh, man. And one last thing, I do remember. I'm not sure if it's like that now. Which is also in Brooklyn, also in the Bronx. There's a lot of abandoned streets that have no stores. Or there was a store there maybe 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So now all you see mm-hmm. is the actual basement or the um, the foundation. That's sure, all okay. is there. And what do you mean? What do you the mean, the like... grass that's on the outside of it, there's no grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't have sand in New York. So when dirt dies, it just becomes... Dust? I don't know. What, yeah, it's dust. <laughs> I don't when, know what to explain to it. I've never heard somebody talk when about dirt, dirt dies, dying. When dirt dies, it turns to dust, man. When no, no, dirt but, dies. Yeah, but that's how you know how abandoned it. It's not, it's no grass and it's not dirt. It's not like a brown brown or black like dirt. It's, it's not just, soil. It's yeah, just it's not sand. soil. It's just like sand, but not like sand like here in Florida. It's like clay mud. Yeah, it's like clay and mud. It's just disgusting. And it's like, uh, mm. you know, like some old weeds mm-hmm. that, that are probably the height of your kneecaps. You know, and then you, there's so many of these. I see what you're saying. It's like just an abandoned area, like yeah. unkept. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you just see that a lot. What happens is this is where you go to play 
when you're like eight or nine, hide mm. and seek. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like 10, 11, 12, oh, that's where, you know, the corner man stands. Mm-hmm. When you become 15, 16, 17, that's where you stand. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It becomes part of, yeah. this is your environment. This now becomes not just terrain, but how do I use it? The thing is, you're not using it positively. You're using it in a negative way. Whether you wanted to or not, that's what unfolds, right? I mean, but what would you want them to do? Like turn it to like a, a, a well, garden this or something? Is where, okay, if we're talking about gentrification, right? Mm-hmm. If it's happening, not that I want it to happen. I don't want the people there to move. But why isn't there money being allocated to this part of the city? Why aren't they cleaning the stuff up? I want to tell you, when I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. uh, me and two friends, uh, two Puerto Rican, a guy and a girl, a couple, mm-hmm. they wanted to get me some really good weed. Right, mm. they were like, "We're gonna get you stoned, you know. We're gonna get you to smoke." <laughs> okay, up. and right, I, I didn't smoke, so I was just like, "All right, let's go." So we we drive down <laughs> to the Bronx from from the suburb, thirty minute drive. <clears throat> I had never been to the Bronx; that was my first trip. So we drive down there, and we had somebody we were gonna meet. Um, they didn't want to get the regular weed from the suburb; we wanted the best weed. Mm-hmm. So we pull up into the abandoned building. I sit in the car, and the girl sits in the car. My boy D, I'll say his first name is D. He gets out to go meet the guys, and we go to he goes to the side of the building, right? Mm-hmm. So now he comes back and he says, "We gotta all get out the car. They don't trust me by myself." He's never met the person either. This is like through a phone call. This is where you need to this go. This is all for weed. Yes. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> tension uh, is high. We yeah, get inside the abandoned building, right? <laughs> Which mm. has an upstairs, right? <laughs> but when you climb up the stairs, there's no upstairs. Like, it's, it's collapsed. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So the staircase okay. goes up, but then it's empty. There's no landing. Jeez. Right? So we're basically just the downstairs guys, and that staircase. You, yeah, I'm picturing juice, man. Okay, so <laughs> I'm picturing juice right now. <laughs> so we get to... I get, I'm thinking we're going up the stairs, so I start going up the stairs, and the two of them just stay down at the front step to the side like you know like the side wall of the stairs right yeah and from the dark part of the corner this guy <laughs> comes out and uh, from the shadows yes <laughs> it's, it's, it's the dumb, guy dude. who's gonna sell us the weed right like me and my friend were both about five eight the girls five six mm-hmm. so this uh they're like i said they're hispanic and i'm i'm black i'm dark uh the guy that comes out is a tall maybe six foot one black guy and then <laughs> next to him it's two other guys, but one of the guys, I'm pretty sure is a rapper. I'm not going to say the name, but I'm like, but aren't you the rapper? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He gives DMX? me dap. No, no, no. A, a rapper older than that, like an 80s Dude, rapper. say names, dog. Hello, Cool J. I swore it was Slick Rick. What? So, no, shut the fuck up. And no. I know what so someone looks like. was who? Slick, Slick Rick. Rick. Was who? Slick Rick. Oh yeah, so really? Yes, yeah, so, the Englishman. You must I'm like, he's from England. I'm not saying he was selling. I'm not saying he was selling. He was locked up for a while. No, no, I know. What this year is, was this? Uh this was like '96. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what time so, he. But I'm he not was, saying he, he was, was the he, seller. He was just there. He was already maybe he was already buying. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We're it's like we came oh, in. Okay. Maybe we came early on the appointment. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so but my my point is this is where the shit goes down. These I told abandoned you to be here at two thirty, motherfucker is one. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but this is where the shit happens. These abandoned buildings. The uh-huh. Bronx is loaded with it. Brooklyn is loaded with it. Queens is loaded with it. Uh-huh. 
okay it's like if you see graffiti every day on on the subway or on these buildings i'm not talking about murals i'm talking about just tagging and not the good looking kind just the saying my name not the i'm doing something artistic if you see it like that you, your neighbor starts to look dirty yeah. And after a while, you accept the dirty, right? If but everybody you, throws out their McDonald's uh, right under, on the floor instead of the trash can. we're talking about? The guy who became mayor. Didn't he... Uh, Giuliani? Yeah, didn't he, like, clean up the subways by getting rid of all the the graffiti in the subways? And yes. The trains and yes. the streets and stuff? But didn't he do he that? didn't do that. He didn't do that. It was... You know, he you know he prides himself on that. That's one of his but it was, accolades. Yeah, that, accolades. that happened when, <laughs> after he was... No, no, it was already happening. So when he became the... The mayor, just, it was already in process. Uh, he takes see? credit for it, but it was already happening. Yeah, he took a lot of credit for that. He's yeah. still taking credit for that. But shit. the thing was, you'd see all this dirt on the street, the McDonald's. There's McDonald's everywhere, on the floors, every street corner. You know what I'm saying? So you don't care after a while. You don't care that someone's doing a daytime uh, uh, weed selling instead of a nighttime weed selling because everything else is happening during the daytime. Mm-hmm. The dirt... You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there was a time, like, well, at least not the Bronx or Brooklyn, but I remember Manhattan mm-hmm. where prostitutes would come out on the street, right? During the daytime. I remember my dad on a Saturday. We, my mom worked on Saturdays. So as a, as a, like a, just to get us out the house, we'd all go pick her up. All four of us kids get in the car with dad. We had a, uh, a Buick, whatever, Skylark. Hold on. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. 1996. He was actually released from. Uh, oh, Slicker was released. Yeah, he was. Oh, so uh, I mean, he won his works appeal. Out. He won his appeal. And his <laughs> as far yeah. as I know, it works I out, bro. I swear that it, uh, it, he, he, he fucked him. up in 1995, but then he won the <laughs> Yo, because I said, "Yo, aren't he you was, him?" Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he, I nodded. Said, he nodded. He nodded. And yeah, he, he nodded. nodded. Yeah, he yeah. nodded. And wow! He didn't have no. We didn't have no conversation because my friends were looking at me like we need to be Shoot. done with this deal. Shoot! You don't know how, you don't understand how fucking funny that story is. <laughs> <laughs> I met Slick Rick at a drug deal, bro. That's what you're basically saying right now, man. <laughs> In 1996. In 1996. Celebrating his release. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was fucking celebrating his fucking release. Yeah. And I was there. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, if you would have known, you'd be like, yo, man, miles were tall for getting out, bro. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I, First I, blunt on me, man. I, yeah. But, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. But all I'm saying, yeah, so we'd go into the city, and I remember this is the time when, like, a homeless person would actually work. So what they do is they they uh, yeah, they see your windshield. They they carried the windshield wiper, and uh-huh. they would just start wiping you at a red light with the newspaper. Whether or not you had a dirty windshield, then they'd be like two dollars. You know what I mean? Whatever. My dad would always give out the two dollars. So he, you know, we would get it's like, hey, dad, go ahead, give him two dollars. We'd encourage him, you know, because it was like, wow, these guys are really working. But at the same time, on our left. Would be a prostitute knocking on our window, and my sister's like, ha ha ha, you know, she'd laugh because they're wearing high heels and stockings, you know, the fishnet style. And this was every day. This was like, this wasn't weird. Like today, you'd be like, what? But this was what we saw every day. After a while, you become as degenerate as the people doing it because you're just observing and not complaining. You become part of the problem. So I'm not saying New York is still this way, but it, just from hearing what I'm hearing here with the gangs, we still have gangs. 
maybe it's not that much different than it used to be. Yeah, Harlem looks great. Maybe uh, other areas is developed, but there's some parts that New York forgot. Bronx is one of them. Wow. And on that note, I think that's been our episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody enjoyed this insightful, deep conversation about uh, justice for Junior and about, uh, I mean, I've learned a lot about New York. Shit, I learned a lot about <laughs> you, Shu, and Z. Both of y'all. I didn't know that uh, the New York culture was uh, that entrenched. I do, en- I do, to be honest, the thing that I, I am really happy about is that how, like, together, like, New York just, you know, I think they're known for that because they did it in 9-11. That's why I know them oh. for, for, like, how quick they bounce back on that. And this right here, it's like, it like they don't take no shit kind of thing. That's like, true. as a community, no shit was taken. That's true. Like, nah, nah, we want mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers the fuck out of here. And I really do love that. Yeah. I wish yeah. that was shared around, like, the whole fucking, you know, United States. I mean, can't get that around the world, but uh, if we can just start off at the United States, you know, th- that'll get me happy. You know what I mean? Just uh, some com- camaraderie, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and tolerance. It, yeah, That's people with really that camaraderie doing. attitude in New York, yeah, they stand up. Yeah. They stand up. And I really do uh, uh, enjoy that. But um, if I didn't say it before, I've been Pat. Oh, this is Shu. And this is Dr. X. And Z, you can say uh you can say your piece. Okay, this is Zyra. Thank you for having me. Nah, no problem. Thank you for uh giving us an opportunity for uh I know I got it, man. Jesus Christ, got a freaking producer over here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for giving us. Is a, it flashing, a, flashing a sign to you? Yeah, well, he's over here flashing the sign. Uh, thank you for giving us an opportunity to have a deep conversation about this uh, this topic because I think it was r- extremely needed. And uh, yeah, yeah, I really feel good about having this conversation because uh, outside of this podcast, not a lot of people were talking about it. You know, there's a lot of people who are like texting or you know typing about it, but. To talk about it is uh, it's freeing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it I think it's helpful yeah. to have a discussion about yeah. it. It's know? a it's a old form of uh, of what you call it, like of uh, catharsis. Yeah, catharsis. Yeah, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I hope uh, everybody enjoys this podcast. Uh, you can uh, listen to this podcast and all other podcasts that we have on this channel. We have uh, we seen it. We have uh, the bigger good listening to those they won't be as deep as these as this episode or the episodes to follow because uh we tend to be real shallow on those but this right here you can dive in head first and you will not break your neck because this episode is a deep one um once again i'm gonna say my name my name has been pat this is true this is josh and so you can say your name there we go and uh, we've been here, and I hope y'all here too. And this is the shall. social scoop, by the way. Boom! And this has been the social scoop. Peace.